Welcome to Reliance's Sunday Sermon. Worship with us at 8, 9.30, or 11 o'clock a.m. We hope you're encouraged by today's message. Uh, recap real quickly, and then Carl Davis is going to come and do all the cleanup work on this. Um, we uh, launched la- kind of last week into this deal where we were talking about um, kind of being stirred in our hearts for the days ahead. Like, if we're looking at the days around us, we're going, oh, there's some tension out there, a little bit of tension. We said, how do we, as leaders, stir all over the city? Leaders ahead. It's a big deal. And, and, and I'm talking about this shepherds all over the city, leaders all over the city, house church leaders all over the city are asking the question, how do we equip our hearts for the days that are ahead of us. And we said last week, I just wanna recap that, that if we think that these are difficult times, as Bible people, the days ahead are gonna get a little bit more intense, right? And so we should be asking the question, Lord, how do you want me to walk and process life even if it's different in the days ahead? Or as Paul would say, how do we fight the good fight of faith in the days ahead? And so we talked last week about the words that if we're going to fight the fight, we're going to fight the fight with, oh, come on, with what? Light. We're going to fight the fight with light. And so what we saw was that across scripture from Genesis, the opening to Revelation, the closing, bookending both of those is Jesus or God speaking into the darkness and the void of the earth. And he says, let there be light. And from that moment, he says he separated darkness and light. And this theme of darkness and light is going to be on us for the rest of eternity, right? So here we've got darkness and light, and then he's going to book into it in Revelation when he's going to say, and there's no more need for sun or moon because the glory of the Lord will be the radiance that lights up the new Jerusalem. And everything in the middle now is you and I being called to determining where our life is. Are we in the dark or are we in the light. And so we jumped on this idea that from there, kind of catapulted in scripture was this identity of two kingdoms. There's this kingdom of darkness and there's this kingdom of light. And Paul will tell us in Colossians 1.13 that Jesus has delivered us from the dominion of darkness, meaning that there was a time that we were locked into that dominion of darkness. We were separated from God There was enmity, there was hostility, Scripture says, between man and God because of the brokenness of who we were with sin. And so we were a part. That dominion means that there was a Jesus comes for us in that. And yet in that dominion of darkness, it says Jesus comes and transferred us. He took us out. He literally rips us out of the darkness and he he transfers us into the kingdom of his beloved son, Jesus Christ. So Jesus, through his work on the cross, lifts us up, puts us into his kingdom, which is the kingdom of light. John 1, he's gonna talk about he's the light, right? So this idea of light and darkness is woven throughout scripture. Paul's going to do more work on this. He said it in Philippians 2.15. He says that there is something that we've got to process. Blameless and innocent children of... And in Philippians 2.15, he says that we may be blameless and innocent children of God without blemish in the midst of... So we talked about this last week. Just recap real quick. He says this is what we're going to do. It's crooked and it's a twisted generation. He says, yet in the midst of it, you will shine as lights or some translations say as stars in the world. So I've got a role to play in the midst of this chaos. I don't get to sit back 
and do nothing. I don't get to sit back and come on Sunday mornings and be like, well, this is good enough. This isn't. I've got a role to play where my heart is supposed to be activated, where I'm shining brightly in what this looks like. And then Carl's going to talk a little bit about what that means. So one more scripture verse. Come on up, Carl, and you can grab the mic. In Ephesians 5.8, I just want to read it one more time. Paul's going to tell us, for you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk. Somebody say walk. Walk as children of light. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Paul gives us two mandates there. One, we're supposed to walk as children of light, and we're supposed to expose the darkness. Those are both, those, both of those are an action of you and I saying yes to the Lord. And so, so last week after we shared this, Carl was stirred, and he comes up, and he says, man, I feel like the Lord has put something in my heart He's prompted me in my heart, spoken in my heart, what does my yes to be light in the world look like? What does my yes look like? And so I want to pray over him because he's got a good word on this. So Father, we pray that you would just take everything that you did, Holy Spirit, that you put into Carl's heart, and I pray, Jesus, it would be only your words that come out of him. And so Father, we pray that today you would ignite somebody's heart, that when we say yes to walking in the light there is something that you're going to do with that. What does that yes mean in our life? So we pray, Jesus, come all over this thing and pour yourself out on every heart in the room. In your name we pray. And all God's people said, amen. amen. Yeah, so last week, um, <clears throat> it was two weeks ago at work. I work uh, again for a construction company, and um, I'd had a meeting with a... Uh, a guy who was measuring for granite, you know, just a, it was a real basic deal, like a first time kind of thing. It was just experience with him that I felt like was, for me, it wasn't like a first time kind of thing. It was just unique in how it stood out to me. I knew the Lord was speaking uh, through it. And um, as we're, the, uh, the deal was, you know, I'm in this, this house and um, as we're, I'm waiting on this guy just to basically measure cabinetry for, great, for some granite countertops no big deal and and so doing the normal job site guy thing talking about meaningless stuff and just you know conversations just floating around I'm just waiting for this guy to get down I'm really busy a lot of stuff to do you know don't really have time for anything I'm that busy um, that's the feel and you know he's being a normal guy he's uh, well honestly I could tell just by looking at him right away um, very lost very confused had a K-State shirt on. Um, just, yeah, definitely hurting, hurting. Um, um, anyway, no, I'm kidding. He did not have a K-State shirt on. He, he seemed to have a real high sports intellect. Anyway, um, I'm, I'm done. Super, okay, I'm stopping. I'm stopping right there. I don't really don't mind K-State. I mean, okay, I'm stopping. I'm stopping right there. Um, I really don't. I could care. Yeah, just anyway. Um, so we're, we're talking. And just to be honest, as, as, as conversations flow, and I'm just kind of hanging out, and, you know, it's normal. You know, dropping the F-bomb, and, and everybody in the world's, you know, all this stuff. And it's just kind of, I'm just listening. Not, that wasn't me, by the way. Um, <laughs> just to be clear. And I was going, this is normal, you know. And I wasn't thinking anything of, of it at the point. I was just kind of waiting. And... We get done, he wraps up all his equipment, you know, he's measured it all out, and he's getting ready to leave, and I'm standing there, and the Holy Spirit's like, hey, Carl, 
want you to pray for him. And it's like, okay, okay, that's, that's, I can do that, you know. And I, I pray for, I get prompted a lot, actually, to pray for guys at work. And I didn't really realize it, but most of the time, there's something they're sharing that kind of triggers compassion, like uh, my wife is sick or something happened with my kid or they, they just, you know, you ask them, hey, how's it going? And we all, you know, it's kind of normal. And then they answer and, you're, and you just know, like, they said, oh, okay. And like, something's, something's not going great you know, or whatever. And it just, there was none of that. And so I'm standing there going, um, I didn't really have anything to go on other than I'm supposed to pray. And so I'm like looking at this guy and I'm thinking, you know, and this, this is kind of where it comes into what, what does yes look like? I'm like, it looks like this. Like, he's giving really, he's like, he's not giving any kind of indication he's at all interested in prayer. <laughs> and, and here I go. And so I'm like, um, uh, hey, <laughs> I'm a Christian and uh, all about, I, and then I'm, and I'm thinking in my head, like, that means, like, whatever to anybody. You know, I'm a Christian. What's that mean? I don't know. You know, just all kinds of stuff. And I'm thinking, how do I get to something I really don't know what the target is other than prayer? And... Like, um, Christian, you know, just all about Jesus. Um, and I feel like he wants me to pray for you. Is there anything I can pray for you for? And, and he goes into what I would call the, the Amer- you know, Miss America pageant answer. It's like the world peace and, you know, there's all that trouble out there. You know, pray for that, I guess, if you need something. You know, and I'm just thinking, like, you know, diversion. Um, I'm like, no, it's a deflection thing. And it's going, yeah, this is awkward. And that's the other thing. What's the other um, Reminds me of a joke about light. Um, so this moth walks into a podiatrist's um, office, and it's like, well, it's like, I don't know. I just got fired. I just feel like my kids don't love me anymore. He's like, I'm just I'm confused. I just don't know kind of sounds like you need a psychiatrist, not a podiatrist. Why'd you even come in here? Just because the light was on. And, and I know, you're welcome. Fine, goodbye. Um, just making it worth being here. Yeah, for those of you online, goodbye. Um, anyway, no, there's more. Um, not a joke. But just this, I go, it's, that's ridiculous. But I go, we're sp- supposed to have the light on and people are supposed to be drawn. I mean, for real. Like, it's not us, it's Jesus is the light of the world inside of us. And it's really supposed to, like, shine and show up. And so there I am with this granite guy and asking him, can I pray for him? And I know he's being, like, deflective and, like, he's not interested. But, I, but then I'm like, Psalm 139 says, God made you. How emotional you are about anything on the planet, you can't undo that he made you and he loves you. And you're made in his image. You're made for him. Colossians 1.16. I, I know this. You're made for him. No matter what you feel. You're made for him. So anyway, I'm like, that's behind all this. And just going, okay. Um, about world peace. I'm sorry. Um, like, can I pray for you for anything personally? And then he goes into, like, another normal what's a yes look like moment of, like, he goes into his, what I call evangelical Catholicism, repentance, confessional thing of, like, He's like, he can tell I'm serious about religion. And so then he goes into explaining why he doesn't go to church to me, and he's kind of sorry. I'm going, dude, I'm not, like, he's like, no, I'm, you know, I haven't been to church and everything, and he's asking me this stuff, and, like, I'm like, ah, I just want to pray for you. 
And, and he feels guilty because he doesn't go to church, and he knows he ought to. And I'm like, that's normal. And so there we just kind of let that happen for a minute. And um, we get down to it, and he's telling me how, um, I don't remember his exact words, but basically he checked out of church at some point because it seemed like it was about stuff that didn't matter. And as a and stuff, I could relate to that. I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of activity and stuff. And then I remember as a pastor where the Lord just starts convicting me. He's like, you're busy for me, but do you know me? I'm like, but man, I'm super busy doing good stuff, right? It's biblical stuff. He's like, but do you know me? I'm like, I, what do you mean? <laughs> and so that, that, I get that. I'm like, okay. He's like, yeah, my wife and daughter, um, they go to this church downtown, and, I, and I'm thinking about churches downtown. I'm like, is it this one? And he's like, no, it's not that one. Then he tells me, it's, oh, it's over there off of, off of Douglas and Seneca. And I knew um, a church over there. I'm like, is it um, a church called New Life Covenant? He's like, yeah, yeah, that's where my wife and daughter go, New Life Covenant. And I know some folks from New Life Covenant, and they're like sincerely hungry for Jesus. Like they're all about, like it's all about him, nothing else matters, and let's just all in, all on the table kind of people. I go, you, you couldn't hang out there and just be like doing religious duty stuff. I'm like, they're, they're probably super serious about Jesus if they're there. And then, the, that's when the Lord hits me. He just is like, I'm going to go pray for this guy. Like, and I'm praying like the Psalm 139 prayer, whether he asks for it or not. It's just like, hey, let's just pray. It's like, okay. And I'm like, you know, Lord, everything you wrote for him, everything you want for him, Jesus, I just pray, let that come. No matter what, just let it come. Nothing else matters. We know that. He knows it. He already told me. There's something else, you know. And so we're praying for this, and we get done. And it just hits me. The Holy Spirit's like, when he... He's like, there's a wife and a daughter who are praying for a dad who's disconnected. And I just, I haven't verified it, haven't called him, haven't checked on him, it'd be kind of weird. Um, but just, I felt like the Holy Spirit said, they're praying, God, do something. And God's like, I did. This is it. This is, this is God doing something. It's this awkward, weird moment in, somebody's, in somebody else's kitchen after measuring for granite, God's answering a prayer from a wife, I believe, and from a daughter, for a dad. And I go, that was such a weird thing. And I, I just knew last Sunday as Aaron's preaching, I'm like, we can sit here and agree, yes. But that's really not the point. It's really out there, outside this room. It's, it's the bushel. This is like the bushel thing. It's like, you know, this little light of mine. This is like a bushel basket sort of thing. Not exactly, but sort of like... We can rant and rave about Jesus in here, and we should. And that's part of the picture, but it's just simply that. It's part, not all, of the picture. And God's like, you're the light of the world. My light's in you. I want you to shine for me. We're the ones who are supposed to live, like, completely in the reality of liberty, this side of the return of Jesus Christ. That's like a reality for us. And the lost world is made to live there, too. And just one of these... One of these uh, moments, I, I guess it was this picture of like, um, and it's something that came last week too, as we're talking to some other guys about Ephesians chapter 3. Um, I can't go into it, don't have time, but just this picture of the Lord. He says, I can do more than you ask or imagine, according to the, my power that's at work within you. Paul's praying in Ephesians 3. 
You should read Ephesians a bunch. Just read through it um, over and over. Where he talks about, I want, I want you to know the love of God. And like, that's not know about the love of God. It's I want you to know and encounter the love of God. And this power that's at work within us is supposed to come out. And God says, I can do more than you ask or imagine. That's what he wants to do through us in everyday life, everywhere we go. And I feel like if we say yes, yeah, I'll be the light, that that's, a, that's an act of war. It's a decision to just step in to a bunch of what doesn't fit around us. And, that's, and I feel like that's kind of the simple word at the end is God's going, it's awkward. They're not asking for it. Um, I don't know exactly what I'm doing, but I'm all in. And I'll just say, yes, I'm going to do it. And I, and I think that's a, the final thought is, is a little bit what Kenny and Grace are sharing is um, it doesn't have, to be, <laughs> doesn't have to be fancy like Applebee's, you know. It does not have to be like, I got this worked out. It's going to be so good. Here I go. God's like, just say yes, because literally on our best and shiniest day, it's just loaves and fishes, really. Like, like, and I feel like reality where this is supposed to happen, we're going to feel like all I got is this, and it's, it's just not much. He's like, that's all I need. Just say yes. Just step into it. Just be willing to pray. Just be willing to simply talk about Jesus. And don't worry about what the next moment might look like. It's all in thing of yes. Just say yes. And so the, the final thought is like this all in thing of and I think it's where I want to kind of end is, um, I was talking first service, like I'm not, um, I'm not much of a poker guy, I don't play a lot of poker, actually I don't think I've ever played poker, I'm more of a shoots and ladders guy, um, candy land, whatever, um, but I've watched a lot of westerns, so I've seen a lot of guys acting like they were playing poker, so I feel like I know a little bit about it, just how America works, because of TV, I feel knowledgeable, um, but, you know, this whole picture of all I know is I've seen it, all the chips in. They just go, that's it, I'm all in. And they push everything in. And I feel like the Lord's going, that's what we're talking about. That's really what it means to follow Christ. Galatians 2.20, I'm all in. I'm crucified with Christ. I no longer have any interest in this earthly life. It's super short anyway. It is literally, we're just here for a minute. If you're, if you're like over 60, I promise you, you're probably going to see Jesus within 50 years. Sorry. I'm 53. I mean, it's coming. And I'm like, oh, what if... And it could be a lifetime. He kind of does. It's like that split second after my last breath, there, I'm standing there. And it could be tomorrow. I mean, it's just, I'm not trying to be weird and morbid. I just go, our life is like this fast, Done. What are, we, what are we living for? I mean, we have the king. He's alive. And it's all in time. It's like, every, and I feel like that's the word to, especially America, to us, me, American Christians, is just going, everything I got, every word I got, every day I got, every minute I got, every dollar I got, every talent I got, it's just all in. Like, there's nothing else that really matters. Who cares? I'm all in. And then, this thing of intimacy, Kenny kind of mentioned it. I go, it, like the epicenter the daily epicenter of this thing is I know him and I love him and I'm in his presence and I'm with him. It's intimacy. It's just kind of this, that's a whole nother like message series of like what's it mean to know how, how, how do we say yes to that? But it's because of love. It's not because of ought and it's not, it's not a duty. It's the fruit of love. And so um, I just want to pray, I guess, and then give it back to Aaron. I, I don't know what's next. Um, 
I just want to get out of here and get some cookies, to be honest. But um, um, let's just pray. Oh, God, third service people are out there. We know it. Anyway, um, let's just pray. Father, you're so good. And Jesus, um, in all sobriety, um, the yes you gave has set a bar that we just, it's, there's not really any kind of sacrifice in light of what you've done. Stepping down from heaven, taking on flesh in the garden, suffering for, you you wash your disciples' feet. Lord, your, your goodness that you've put on display, we pray, Lord, would you please just wreck our hearts with the revelation of who you are. We invite you, God, to change everything about us, rewire us, transform us. Lord, this song, this make room song, Lord, I feel like that's the song for the moment. It's in my living room, in in my workplace, in my office, in conference rooms, at Walmart, God, at home, just that's where we lay it down. We can say the words here, Lord, but I know you're inviting us to taste and to see, to test you, to to throw out everything and just give it all to you everywhere say yes to you completely and and constantly just perpetually and Holy Spirit we know it's only by you we will not do this by talent and strength we want to live in surrender we want to spur each other on in this we invite you um, so it's it's for each one of us personally we're not following Aaron's breadcrumbs we're we're listening to you what you have for us as a team corporately we're we're look, we're looking and listening saying yes together as a team corporately Jesus come and have your way with your church us your church your bride we pray Jesus that word that when we're available to the Lord things that Carl was sharing that I just man I just keep picking up on is just that word that when we're available to the Lord like he's going to use us and he shared that picture of obviously that that answer to prayer that somewhere there was a mother daughter praying for their father and there's no reason that God didn't say, hey, will you pray for my back? Hey, my leg hurts a little bit. It was just an awkward moment, but Carl shared something with me the other day when he was saying that. He's like, hey, just imagine that there's all these, these sons and daughters out there that just don't know their father. They don't know, they don't know the Lord, and the Lord's going, ah, I want you to tell them about me. I just want you to burn brightly for me. I don't care. He's like, I don't, like, it's just, it's one awkward moment that changes everything it's worth it right like it's just it's just worth it and so um yeah I, I love I love what he said it's like we can sit here and rah 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 uh, turn on the light and Lord we're supposed to be the light agree hey it's dark somebody should turn on the light and the Lord's like yeah somebody turn the light on we can agree somebody lights good right everybody agree lights good somebody's got to turn it on I just feel like today the Lord's going, turn it on. So we're going to close out with this song. I'm just going to, you stand, sit, kneel, pace. Again, I don't care what you do. But I'm asking that you lay it all down. And you just say, Lord, this is my surrender. And I'm going to ask that you just say, Lord, today I want to turn it on. I want to give you my yes. I know what it means. I just want to give you my yes. So let's sing this together. Thanks for tuning in today. To find out how to get more involved, go to reliancecommunity.org. Have a great week.